Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast, Episode 1. often been said that no man is an island. Those words were never truer than when you need help with in-home care of a loved one. With such busy lives and the expense of hospital and extended care facilities going up, it only makes sense to have the help you need come to you. Hi, I'm Bob Williams. I believe if you truly want to better understand your community to build personal, professional, and even lifelong relationships, then a willingness to hear each other's stories is an absolute must. That's why I created the Sarasota Stories podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you get connected a little deeper with those living in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview business leaders, civic leaders, artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in our community. Today's topic is in-home care, and our guest is Jeff Happenew a client relationship manager with LifeWorks, a home care and caregiving agency that recently expanded into the Sarasota area. LifeWorks provides private home care, elder care, nannies, housekeeping, and other luxury in-home services. I must say I like LifeWorks corporate values since they believe in human potential. That with focus and determination, we can do anything we imagine. I'll be asking Jeff what tragic family event drove him into this industry after a very successful career in the luxury car market, how life works screens caregivers before placement, payment options, and much, much more. I'm so glad you joined us today. And as always, it is my hope that you will listen, learn, and connect. Well, Jeff, welcome to the show. Appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Thank you, Bob. Really appreciate you having me. Well, so you are in elder care. Uh, for folks that don't know what el- elder care is, uh, tell us what it is and kind of how you got into it. Sure. So LifeWorks is an elder care service provider. And so what we do is we provide care to people that need it in their homes or in independent living facilities, whether it be just a companion for uh, somebody that needs help around the house and go to the doctor's office 
where somebody that has some much more serious uh, illnesses like dementia, Parkinson's, uh, Alzheimer's, and they need they need assistance in just basic necessities, you know, personal care and and things like that. So we have um, uh, trusted we call them trusted caregivers, people that have been with us for some time, uh, who understand the needs of the uh, elderly person that needs that care. And we provide that assistance, but it's not only just medical assistance. It's we we try to give joy and happiness to that person when they're at, when they're home, because it's in a difficult position position for themselves and the family to be in. So we provide we try to provide that uh, that assistance. So it is in home care. Yes. So you don't go to facilities, and because typically they're going to have their own staff and. Right. Well, sometimes facilities will be short-staffed. Uh, some places like independent living facilities that have assisted living facilities at the same location right. provide uh, care in that independent living uh, facility. And then we can transcend into the assisted living if the person who's there wants the same caregiver that we've been providing for such a long time. Uh, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, how did you how did you actually get into this business? Because you you have a you have an interesting background. I mean, uh, you know, you, you upscale uh, you, automobile sales, and uh, for for many years, you're, you've come down from the Northeast. But but how did you get into this business? So um, I I wanted to pay it forward, if you will. So my mother in law, who to my wife and myself was a real saint, um, she lived with us for fifteen years, uh, the fifteen final oh, years wow. of her life. Uh, she was very good to us. Well, bless you, man. Very yeah. good. Very yeah. good. And she was very good to us, um, helped us out financially when we were growing up. And uh, when it came time, when she was in need, you know, we took her in. Um, we were lucky enough that we had the uh, ability to do that and the space to do it. And then three years ago, um, she um, had a stroke and she developed aphasia. And it was very difficult for mm. her to do the basic necessities. Mm. And this was a woman who was very independent, who owned you know, a fair amount of real estate up in the Northeast. And, mm. uh, now, you know, it was difficult for her to, to do things. So, you know, we we did the best we could. Um, but my wife's an only child and it was difficult for her to maintain uh, medication management and so forth. And so we had put her into an assisted living facility. And consequently, during the pandemic, um, she passed away from COVID in the assisted living facility. And uh, were you able to visit her? They, they gave my wife one compassion visit just prior to her passing. And it was it was very difficult. And when we always wanted to move to Florida um, and we didn't want to do it because she was up there in the assisted living and we wanted to move her down here. But she just didn't want to come down here. So, you know, we, we stayed while, while she was around. And then when she passed, we felt, well, now it's the time to, you know, to come down here. And then I found out about LifeWorks and, and they were opening up an office down here. And I researched the owner, Bal Agrawal, who um, has a quite interesting story of himself. And it was almost like serendipitous that this was a position that had opened because I really felt the need to want to help other people that are in a similar situation where they don't really want to move their parent or grandparent into an assisted living facility because the best place to keep somebody is in their home because that's where they're the most comfortable and that's where indeed right right they they feel the most protected and they know their surroundings and especially when you're dealing with an alzheimer's or dementia uh, dementia patient who is already in a difficult situation to have to move them someplace else where it's very strange 
position for them to be in. Uh, it, it just makes their their conditions worse. So keeping them in home um, and having the ability to provide the proper caregiver uh, for them um, just just makes for a better uh, set of circumstances for everybody in, involved. Oh, well, that is, it's certainly a needed service down here, uh, I guess, in some of the circles I run in. A number of spouses have had difficult times finding help uh, staff that that is reliable and is trained and, and can come into the house and and, and really uh, they feel comfortable with. And I'm sure that's just a huge issue is, is the trust issue because there's no higher touch business than LifeWorks. Right, exactly. And that's why we, we call our company a fortress of trust. Um, Bal Agarwal, who I mentioned before, was the CEO. Um, he started this company in 2004, and there are seven locations in the Northeast. And he started it because um, his wife had breast cancer, and it was a very difficult situation for him, and she subsequently had passed. Um, and he needed help in the house because he was working full-time, and he had a, a young son uh, that needed uh, some help while he was away. And um, he couldn't find anybody that could really do the right job. He did hire people and they were untrustworthy. They would steal. And he's somebody that was a um, graduate from MIT. And he's very, very data driven. Everything is very like black and white. And he couldn't understand why there isn't a a good company that can uh, provide the proper Mm. care. And that's how LifeWorks was born. Um, So it and the way we do it is a little different than a lot of other companies do it. We not only provide uh, a caregiver, but we provide somebody that the that the client, we don't call them patients, we call them clients, can relate to. So it, it's it's almost like a dating service, if you will. So we first do an assessment of the, of the client, find out everything about them, and not just about their medical conditions, but who they are, what they did for a living, you know, what their likes and their dislikes are, what they like to eat. Uh, and then we, we try and match his criteria and what he's all about to the to a caregiver that would understand those needs and and have uh, uh, experience with those things and be able to match them so that when that person walks into the home, it's almost like they've already you know been friends before. And and what we do ahead of time also after we do uh, we initially do a whole background check a 50 state background check, we we collect 400 bits of, of information from anybody that's going to apply here. Uh, criminal uh, drug history, uh, driving history, and we have to have at least two references uh, within the past two years of them working in the same situation. And then we check those references, and we have a specially trained person that checks those references, and and we do what we call a sniff test because um, sometimes it might be family members or friends that have been put up to to be references, and we want to find true references, people that really can speak, you know, uh, broadly about the person that was in their house. And then finally, we take bios um, of all these people that we feel uh, is a good match, and we present it to the client, we present it to the family, and let them make the final decision as to who they would like to interview. And at that point, we all get together at either at their home or a third-party location. We all sit down and talk and make sure it's a good fit because not only does the client have to be comfortable with the caregiver, but the caregiver needs to be comfortable in the position that they're going to be in so that when they go there, that it's, it's just, they're walking into a door and, and, and they already know each other. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a good familiarity. Right. Right. Well, how, so you have been in Sarasota for how long then? Uh, well, the company started here in June. Uh, yep. and that's when I, that's when I came down here. So did you initiate bringing LifeWorks down here or? 
Yes. So were they, they were already planning to come here and you discovered them at that point or how did that work? That That's correct. So Bal wow. um, was looking for a, a good city in Miami, a good city in Florida to, to come to. And Miami would have been too big, you know, Tampa, um, uh, the, the largest cities. It would have been more difficult to create a foothold than Sarasota being the type of city that it is, where it's still a small town feel, even though it's a city that's growing. Uh, Belfelt would be a good place to, you know, to uh, to establish uh, his company down here. And he, he couldn't have been more correct. I mean, the people in Sarasota are amazing. Uh, when we first opened up in the summertime, you know, there's not really a lot going on. And um, I would stand outside, you know, and people would just walk by and everybody would just say, hello, how are you doing? And I was like from a New York and from a New Yorker coming down here. I was like, wow, what, what, what is this? You know, I wasn't I wasn't used to it. And it was it was it was refreshing and it was a great feeling. Um, to know that, you know, you're accepted and all the people that have storefronts here, you know, people would come over and, you know, find out who we are. And, you know, we didn't have a, we just had to sign up LifeWorks. We didn't have any kind of an awning displaying who we, who we were. So when you see LifeWorks, the first thing people walking by would think it's some kind of a, a, a fitness uh, company, you know, and not exactly. an elder care. Um, and it took a little while to establish us. And I went around to all the stores just to say, you know, hello, who I am. And everybody was just so very inviting. Um, so uh, we've noticed that networking down here is so important. And it's something that I'm not familiar with coming from New York. It was not anything that I really had to do when I was up there, especially being in the automobile business for so long. Everybody would come to me. Um, so having to be able to go out and speak to people was a little um, difficult initially. But then um, joining the Sarasota Chamber of Commerce and a few other organizations, um, it, it's working wonders and um, it's it's given me a new way to, you know, direct my way of talking to people. And it's it's fun. It's fun talking to people and getting to know them. It is. Yeah. It is. It is indeed. Well, you've said two things that are spot on. Sarasota is a great town and it's at a great size where it has a bigger city vibe, maybe not like New York, but uh, it still has a small town feel. And uh, you have a lot of new immigrants to this area mm-hmm. from, I'm sure, all the other 49 states. But so many people are from someplace else. They're looking to connect. And so I think that that is really a an opportunity for new businesses like you to get established. And, and certainly elder care is very much needed down here because of the demographic Right. Uh, between uh, here and Venice and, you know, really all the way up to Tampa is certainly is needed. But what's so, so talk a little talk a little bit more about the services that that you provide. I mean, what, what would a typical situation look like if if someone was to reach out to you and say, you know, uh, you know, dad's dad's not doing too well. I lost my mom 10 years ago. What, what does that look like then? Well, so many times. So let me start off by saying the best client is the one that doesn't need me right away. Um, we like to provide information. Should, to, I, should I get in line? <laughs> <laughs> You're not old enough yet. Give me back, back to me 30 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, so we, we try and educate people um, who we are. And so when the time comes, it's not a fire drill for them. Uh, and they, they know where to go and who to call. And so typically it will usually start out where they don't want somebody um, coming in full time. They want to kind of test the waters. Yeah. So because many if 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 you have a situation where the both spouses are still alive and they've been together for 30, 40 years and now one becomes ill, uh, the the other spouse feels 
that they can take care of them and they don't want anybody else in the house. And what that does is it brings down um, the, the, the health and wellness of the person who's taking care of the other person because it's very stressful. And, but it becomes a, a situation where they're very stubborn about it. And then it, 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 all of a sudden now it's, it, it is a fire drill. And now what do you do? So if we can promote and educate ahead of time, it, it makes for a better way to, uh, to handle the whole situation. But again, addressing your question, typically it'll be that they want somebody maybe for three, four hours a day, two, three times a week um, to help with meal prep, um, going to the doctors, maybe doing some light housekeeping. Um, and that's generally how it starts. And then little by little, once everybody's comfortable with who we've brought into the household, they end up being there, you know, for a longer period of time. Now it could stay like that. It might only be, you know, two, three days a week, or eventually it can transition to um, a 24-7 living. So we have caregivers that can do, you know, short spurts of business or, or, or long term, you know, whatever, whatever the client needs, we're here for them. But we also have a concierge agency where we provide housekeepers, nannies, personal chefs, personal assistants. Um, those are additional um, uh, things that we offer. Uh, but for the for the gist of our company, the bulk of our company, um, what we provide is really elder care. Interesting. I, 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 when I went to your website, it was interesting to see that you had a nanny service there. Right. It seems like it doesn't fit, but how does that? How do you work that in? So we have quite a few people requesting nannies. Um, uh-huh. You have, you know, you have a lot of people that are moving down here that are not elderly. You know, especially in the Lakewood Ranch area where you know, younger um, uh, millennials are, are coming in and uh, they have two kids, but they're both working parents. Uh, sometimes one's working from home and one's working out of home, but it's it's a lot, you know, so they need somebody to help and, you know, we'll, we'll provide assistance uh, with a nanny that can bring the kids to school, pick them up from school, maybe do some, uh, some tutoring um, and also do some light meal prep and, and housekeeping um, to just to make their life easier as well. Backing up what you said a little bit earlier about really being in place before somebody needs you, it almost sounds mm-hmm. like it's a part of the estate plan. Yes, and we provide um, webinars uh, online, and come March we'll be doing a wellness event down here. We're hoping that we're going to have it at uh, Art Ovation, and we're going to be um, uh, inviting some prominent doctors from around the country that work with the uh, Alzheimer's Drug Discovery Foundation, the Neuro Challenge for Parkinson's. And we just want to be able to educate people um, who are either elderly or the, the children of the elderly to make them understand um, the frailties and, and how to help them and have like a Q&A and just be a part of the community and not really so much that it's just about life work. It's about just helping the elderly understand what they're going through and helping the children understand what their parents are going through and make it just an an easier transition for when the time comes that they they do need our help. Interesting. Interesting. No, I, the millennials, yes. And with children, I, I, I remember very clearly when we were traveling internationally years ago, of course my kids are all grown, but uh, we actually had a nanny with us at the time, and uh, it was just a part-time thing. So it was a big, big help. So I could understand that as well, uh, you guys offering that service. But you, you're kind of hitting it on, on both ends of the spectrum. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a need for, you know, that that 
all over the country, but with the elderly down here, like you had mentioned, you know, the, this area of the country, there is a lot of people that, you know, are now staying down here permanently. It's not so much that you have the snowbirds anymore. You have people right. moving in more and more and staying down here, you know, full time. So talk, talk, talk a little bit more about the, um, the screening process, because I would think it would just be like all businesses right now are suffering or, or most all businesses are suffering right now. Mm-hmm. of finding qualified help and yours in particular must be exceptionally difficult. It is. And uh, all the organizations down here are finding it harder to, to, to find those right caregivers. And uh, when it comes to 24 seven caregiving, we have, we have a quite a few up in the New York area. So when a situation arises that we, we need help, we'll actually transplant a lot of them down here if it's going to be a full-time, you know, full-time mm. position. But um, the caregivers that we do find that we do keep, every one of them is a diamond in the rough be- because there aren't that many. And our our um, our background check is so stringent mm. that um, it's impossible to – we don't want to be all things to all people. You know, yeah. you know we're, we're, we all, we're only private pay and long-term care insurance. Um, so we speak to a different uh, group of people when when we when we work with them, and even then, um, if it's that we don't have the right caregiver at the right time, we'll we'll keep searching until we find that one. But many times we'll provide bios to a client, and they'll won't get that that feel that we thought that might work for them. And then we'll go back to the drawing board and, and we'll, we'll research and we'll um, interview more until we find that, the, you know, the right, the right candidate, but it is difficult. It's that's not as easy as it used to be since the pandemic. Talk a little bit more about the, um, you mentioned how people pay for this. Talk about that if you would. Right. So we're private pay. So it mean, meaning uh-huh. that client would, you know, pay out of pocket. You know, we don't take Medicare or Medicaid and there are, there are organizations that will be able to help, you know, those people. And we also take long-term care insurance. So if you're somebody who opted to take long-term care insurance when you were younger, um, that's, and I would recommend anybody who's listening to this podcast to look into it because you don't think about what can happen when you get older. And right. when, a crisis arises and you're and you don't know and you don't have the money and you don't want to lose your house if you have long-term care insurance um it speaks volumes and you'll have all the help that you need and and, and not have to worry about situations that could uh, be disastrous for you financially that's a great point uh, kind of comes back to the estate planning issue again yes, so yeah, yeah an overall yes, picture we, yeah so we do work with a lot of estate planners a lot of elder care attorneys um long-term care insurance people and we all, all try and get together and make sure that that the, the client is you know totally covered under that umbrella yeah well that's great I, I want the listener to know that like you're a real business this is not a mom and pop operation if you go to your website uh you have a lot of staff uh you have a lot of tech support Mm-hmm. And other functions within within the company that uh, that really allow you to you know to be able to do what you want to do. Talk about some some of the that aspect of the right. Business. So I mean we've we've provided over a million services in the Northeast. Uh, yeah. We have about twenty five hundred caregivers, uh, five to seven hundred and fifty that are active at any given time, and. Uh, uh, Bal, uh, the CEO, has created a great tech support staff. Um, we developed our own uh, applications mm. um, to 
make sure that we can be as efficient as possible in knowing where every caregiver is and what hours everybody's working. Um, so, and who can work at any given time so that if something happens uh, today where somebody needs somebody tomorrow, we can go right into the system and see who matches up in terms of, you know, do they have a car and do they, you know, where they live and what their hours available are and what their uh, attributes are from a um, clinical standpoint as well as a, you know, personality standpoint so we know who we can, you know, position or place right away when that right. Right, right. Well, that's pretty fascinating. Uh, I, Jeff, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, if somebody wants to contact you, where do they go? Well, first place we go, uh, I can give you my phone number here. And sure. It's, we're at uh, 1425 Main Street in downtown Sarasota, right next to Elements Restaurant. And the phone number is 941-477-2690. That's our main number here. And then, of course, you can go to lifeworks.com, and it's L-I-F-E-W-O-R-X, and um, you'll be able to find us that way as well. Well, that's great. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, we hope to have you back. Bob, thank you very much. I hope to speak to you again. 